Welcome to Slayer Fest 98. I am your host, Ian Carlos Crawford. And I'm your other host, Matthew Rodriguez, and we have quite the fucking podcast today. <laughs> we have two special guests who are both wonderful. Are we introducing ourselves? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm Lewis Peitzman. I'm Carly Lane. Yay. You might remember Carly Lane from such episodes as Halloween. the Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> but Louis is new, and because he's new, we have to initiate him into yes. the Slayer Fest 98 Club Hall of Fame thing, which um, <laughs> you have to tell us your Buffy origin story. What was the first episode you saw? Who was the first person who was like, you should watch this show? Were you unwilling? Um, no, I wasn't. I just was l- super late to it. I was, um, I think I was a junior, sophomore or junior. And my first episode was Once More With Feeling. Really? Yeah. And I remember that I um, only watched part of it because I didn't want to miss the beginning of Smallville, and it was a long episode, so I switched <laughs> wow. to Smallville. Yes, it went six minutes over. Yeah, yeah. I switched to Smallville, like, right at the end. Um, you didn't see the kiss. I didn't see the kiss, but I wouldn't have had any context for it anyway. True. Like, I, wouldn't, I had no idea. But, um... No. As if you had context for the rest of the musical. <laughs> I didn't, but, like, I will watch any musical episode. Like, Fair. Like, I have watched every bad musical episode. And obviously that's not a bad one, but, like, I have watched some bad musical episodes of TV. The worst one is Grey's Anatomy. I know, and I watched that one, and it's terrible. I'm obsessed with it. No, but it's so good. Oh like, yeah, he so, showed me a clip from that, and I was like, is this real? It's so bad, but it's so good. Also, Once Upon a Time had one this season, and that was also, like, dreadful in the best way. Hmm. Um, yeah, and then I went back and watched everything. I, I caught up on FX, and then I bought the DVDs. But um, I, yeah, I had, I had a friend on the school paper who wrote a lot of fanfic. Uh, <laughs> so she, like, initiated me um, into that world. And uh, then I wrote fanfic really briefly. <laughs> and we'll never talk about that again. That's... I love that you said very briefly. Like it's, like, it's like when you are at a job for, like, three months. You're like, I briefly had a <laughs> Yeah, I just, like, I had like, a little, I had, like, a little, like, uh, pit stop in fanfic. I wanted to, you know... Was it, like, fanfic or was it, like, slash fanfic? It was fanfic. I did write Degrassi. I I wrote Degrassi slash. Like, I I did write Degrassi. uh, Who? Who was your Degrassi slash um, (laughs) fan? It was uh, Marco and Dylan, and then Spinner, like, was involved. Yes! (laughs) It was very hot. Like, listen. No, that... No, definitely. (laughs) I always thought Marco and Spinner should have a slash thing. Absolutely. It was like Spinner was joking. I'm not attracted to Dylan at all. I hated Marco and Dylan. I loved Marco. I don't remember which one is Spinner. Spinner what? was Spin- the pop- Gavin Spinner Mason. Yeah, he he dated Paige, and eventually uh, married Emma. For I was some like reason. a very casual viewer of Degrassi. Oh, Degrassi was like my I felt like Spinner was like the main character, the main male character. Uh, there there were like I mean, there was like JT, RIP, and uh, Craig. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I did write Degrassi porn, but my Buffy fanfic I wrote and published on. Fanfiction, whatever that site was. Fanfiction.net. That was where I published my... (laughs) I didn't talk about my Buffy fanfic, but I did that too. Amazing. Oh my god. (laughs) We had a whole podcast where we talked about... We need to do another one. We talked a lot about... Xander fanfiction and how Xander slash fanfic. I literally is... like still remember the like some of the like oh, slash fics I read. I like I could go on Nifty right now and like find <laughs> the ones that I read. Like absolutely. Xander Spike stuff was very hot. Um yeah. no, I wrote about um I wrote about I wrote like a Halfrex story, which is like really? so yes! weird. Come and through. It was like it was like because uh, they never really explained her whole like how she was also Cecily. Yeah. So I like wrote that story. Wait, can I tell you that one of my like, weirdest celebrity encounters was with <laughs> her. Uh, like, when I worked at the Barnes & Noble on the Upper West Side. Was that, was that Eric What's the name again? 
I don't remember. What? What's the actress's name again? Kelly Roca. That's right. Um, and the only reason, so like, the, the cast of Thirty Rock were regulars at that Barnes and Noble on the Upper West Side. And, like, you know, that's, like, oh, shit, Tina Fey. Like, ringing her up was, like, I said two words to her and was ecstatic. Um, but Callie Roca came in, and I kept thinking, like, I was helping her. And I was, like, she sounds, her voice sounds really familiar. And my, because I'm a fool, my go-to is, like, did I go to college with her? Like, how do I know this woman? And then she was, like, oh, I have a membership card. And I looked her up, and the name came up, and I recognized the name. And I was, like, oh, my God, you were on Buffy. And she was, like... I was! And she was ecstatic. Aww, Listen, character so actors nice. love that. Yeah. And I was, and like, you know, that's like unprofessional. And like, I never did that with anyone, but like, no, I was I'm just sure so she, surprised. I'm sure she was like so happy. She, that's so nice. She though. said, she like wrote in her live journal about it. She was, so happy. <laughs> she was like, you just made my fucking day. Aww. She was like, I'm Kali. And like, shook my hand. And she was like, I hope I see you again when I come in. And was just like, she goes, you know, some days I walk around the city and I think, what the fuck am I doing? I'm not doing nothing with my life. And then you recognize me, so you made my day. Aww. And I was just like, oh, I love you. Like, right. You're also my, you're my favorite character now. Like, yeah, like, I was like, oh my god, she's so sweet. Yeah. And like, you're right, Louis, it, she was like ecstatic that I recognized her. Also, it's really common for character actors, for someone to be like, we went to school together, or we went to camp together, or something. Like, that's a really, because you never know. Like, really, like, yeah. I vaguely know them, but like, together. yeah. You should right. send her your fic. I feel like she'd be really into it. I should find it. I'm sure it's terrible. Write some, write some, ca- write some um, Halfrek Anya slash fic. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have made it like... <laughs> more erotic. It was very boring. <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry for the that. Sexy Adventures of like She was like posing as some woman, maybe. Yeah. It was unclear. Yeah. But she was, right? Mm-hmm. Because like they knew each other. Yeah, I feel like she was probably there to like freak vengeance, but I I don't know, they're never like quite clear on that right. as to like whether they're like also living their lives as that person when they're like in a persona. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, sorry, that was let's my bad. T- let's talk about um, Surprise and Innocence. They're probably, like, people's least favorite episodes of Buffy. Like, not that much happens. <laughs> it's just, like, real, like, snore fest. I'm about to throw this mic on the ground. It's just, like, I didn't even remember what happened in them until those episodes. Like, not even, like, a big deal. I skip over them. Um, no. <laughs> they are literally iconic. And so much happened. So there's, like, so much to talk about. Yeah. Starting with Buffy's prophetic dream. Mm-hmm. So I love Buffy's dream because it gives us the moment of Willow with the monkey. <laughs> oh, my God. Willow with the monkey. <laughs> Speaking French to the monkey, even. Speaking French to the monkey. Which is also, like, like Buffy doesn't know that she had a conversation, that, that Willow had a conversation with Oz about French monkeys. So, unless, like, Willow later told her about the French monkey joke, so I always thought that was interesting. Wasn't it, like, a frog thing, too? Well, no, she has a fear of frogs. Right, yeah. wasn't that, but wasn't that, like, a dream thing where she, like, wakes up, graduation, I, it's been a while. I don't remember, <laughs> but yeah, no, because Willow had the conversation with Oz about yeah, no, French I, monkeys, yeah. and then she dreams about her speaking French to a monkey. That's right, but, like, does, don't they have a conversation about monkeys in pants? And then I mock you. Yes, that's yes, the yes. same conversation. And then, but then when she's talking to the monkey, and my French is so like, I took six years of French, and I vaguely remember, but she definitely says the the French word for pants when she's talking to the monkey huh. in the dream. Like yeah. she says pantalon, and I'm like, okay, but hmm. I have no idea what the rest of it. I forget what she said. I don't. I took five semesters of French, but yep. I forget. What, I don't know what she said. <laughs> yep, six years, nothing. <laughs> <Bits> um, and, <laughs> uh, and then 
I really do love the little speech that that um, Joyce gives to her in the dream, where she's like asking her if she's ready. It's such a good way, like a chilling way to start this like two-parter, and then she drops the like little saucer. Well, yeah. maybe she should learn how to hold plates though. <laughs> she like doesn't. That was like a really wow. embarrassing. She like fully dropped it in the worst way. She well, just like let it fall out of her hand. For no she reason. also drops a plate the episode that she dies. Right. right. I mean, it's, it's like she drops a plate <laughs> in the episode where we learn she's a tumor. Right. She's, she's, there's no brain tumor right now. She just can't hold a plate. She's not. Maybe it's foreshadowing. Oh, maybe. Probably, probably not. Probably she just can't hold plates. She's like, Joss is like, I know this is a little Easter egg. You don't get it yet. But in three episodes, you're going to have a fucking, in three seasons, you're going to have a brain tumor and drop another plate. Maybe right. foreshadow a lot. Maybe. Before I start crying, let's move on. Um, um, I don't know. I really, we said, I mean, we said this before, like, I really wish they had done more with those kind of dreams. Cause I guess they're also, they're also easy plot devices, but I like them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I also love Buffy dream logic. And like, I love how they use the connecting sets all the time so that you can like, so that people walk out of a room into yeah. another set and it like, it's very seamless because the sets cool. were connected. Yeah. 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 And combining like her dreams have this combination of completely wackadoo, like, things that don't make sense to where she's actually yeah. foreseeing things that are going to happen I really wish line. we'd seen her and Giles opening an office supply company <laughs> in Vegas, though. <laughs> that could have made a spinoff that we never got. That I would have loved. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so this episode, after the dream, I think the first thing we get to is... Um, uh, Buffy showing up at Angel's apartment, freaking out because she saw him die in the dream, right? And then right. they start making out before she has to show. Really up at intense kissing sounds. Ve- really intense. I was very uh, taken aback by they how they were going for it. <laughs> and I was like, "Girl, you're gonna be late for homeroom." Like, <laughs> <laughs> no tongue, because it was the WB back then, but they were still very loud. Well, on another episode <laughs> of the podcast that we were filming, someone made the note, and it's very interesting because. Buffy was very, like, hounded by censors and, like, watchdog groups who were very, like, who felt that it went too far. And that's why a lot of episodes, like, they are very chaste and anti-drinking and stuff like that. And they say, and, like... And then you have Smash where they, like, just, like, fuck against a wall. Right. By then they were like, oh, we're on a new network. Let's just fucking go for it. Let's kill a house with our sex. Well, and then there's, like, an entire season five episode where Buffy and Riley just have sex all the time. Where Where the the wild things are. are. (laughs) Iconic. (laughs) The worst episode and a little old woman is the villain. <laughs> and that episode was like scandalous to me because they like he like grabs a condom and I was like, yeah. which is like great. Like they should we should have. Oh a yeah, they don't do that. Scandalous but you, ne- you never you never well, see you condoms. Don't, but you don't see it on. You wouldn't see it on a show like. I don't yeah, know. I want to know if Angel can get STIs because he's been around for like two hundred. No, years. he can't because remember Darla did, when she became human again she had syphilis. syphilis. Yeah, she didn't have it when she was a vampire. And then she got syphilis when she became human and then died from syphilis because she was dying. She oh was, no, she almost she was died dying from syphilis of syphilis when the master first turned her into a vampire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that is the answer. Although they are very, they're super consistent about a lot of things. Well, like, that's also true. I mean, I guess that's with a lot of illness because Spike's mom was dying until right. she became yeah, a vampire yeah, and yeah, she was fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, whether or not vampires can grow facial hair is another story that is. Well, I mean, didn't like, didn't Joss Whedon like say, like someone asked him like, how can a vampire get an erection they don't have? And he was like, if they couldn't, we would have had a one season show. Like, Right. I mean, that part is different. It's just like, they're like inconsistent or like, yeah, well, we can get to it later, but I have a lot of issues with some of the internal logic. It's so important to dissect that for no reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're making out in Angel's apartment, and she's all upset, and he's like, 
it was just a dream. Drusilla's dead. Like, we saw her, you know. Did they see it? Well, they, they saw, didn't. like, the... That's weird, right? That's what she says. She says we, Buffy says, we never saw her body, so how do we know? Also, right. but it just seems weird that they would assume a vampire would die from that. There was, like, right. no... The right, there was no state... There was no wood to go through them. They, a bunch of fucking shit fell on them. Mm-hmm. Like, they would be weak, but, like, they'll be fine. Like, yeah, it's really, like... Yeah, that, like, watching this, when I saw that, I was like, well, that's really weird. And I really was like, what did I forget that happened? And then I'm like, nope, just the, like, origin collapses on them. And Doesn't the church burn down? I just, yeah, I, was like, yeah. I guess the church burns down, but, like, why would... <clears throat> that seems very, like, oh, you're fine, you're gonna die. Like They've survived way worse. Yeah. I guess we hadn't seen as many flashbacks at that point. Yeah, true. But we know that they've survived worse. It just seems silly for a demon, like, hunter to assume, oh, well, like, this place burnt down, so they're fine. Like, she should have actually staked them. Um, yeah, I don't know, but whatever, that's fine. <laughs> um, but also, so this is, is this the first episode? Is it? Yeah. He gives her the Clotta ring for her birthday. Ugh, all I ever wanted is for a boy to give me a Clotta ring. <laughs> I gave so many people a Clotta ring. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. I was like, I just, so that goes into like, I feel like every Buffy relationship fucked up the way I think relationships should be. Like, I mean, like every character, I mean, Buffy and Willow especially, like, they all date, like, fixer-uppers, and they're always like, you know what, we have to do everything and sacrifice ourselves for our men. <laughs> I like, mean, I think Oz is, like, kind of ideal. That's true. Oz Willow, is, yeah. Willow, no. Willow gets together with Oz even though she knows that he could literally eat her and that he's dangerous. Yeah, but, like, but that's not till after. Yeah, that's not till after. And also, no, like, it's in phases. Like, right, he's the, like, I, he's like, do you want to get together or not? Because you now you know that I'm dangerous. But, like, they were already, like... She was already into him. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, he's so sweet, and yeah. he puts up on the fact that she's clearly still in love with Xander, and that's nice. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, he doesn't kiss her because he knows she's a love with Xander. I mean, like, right, right, in this two-parter, he doesn't kiss her because yeah. he's like, I, I don't want know, you to kiss me back. I would never be able to be that chill about it. No, no, no. <laughs> the only realistic the only like, realistic relationship on the show was Buffy and um, Tara. Parker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Willow and Tara. I guess, yeah. Willow and Tara. I mean, Willow is awful to Tara. Not until season People are six. awful to everyone. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. And not until season six. Mm. Up until that, they were like pretty. No, I think so. No, she that they showed that fight before Glory. Uh... But everyone okay, fights. Like it's a fight. You can't, it's like, a fight. Yeah. But it was like val- whatever. Terror right before the multicultural right. fair, <laughs> <laughs> where there was just a random Chinese dragon going through. <laughs> Listen, I love multicultural fairs that you just get your brain sucked out at. Same. <laughs> Um, I did want to point out that Willow is wearing one of the worst hats. Oh, the purple ever, hat? Yeah, the it is hat. so aggressive. And she also wears a dog, the dog sweater. Like, there is some, like, really choice bad Willow oh, outfits man. this episode. My friend, Rebecca, uh, she has that Twitter, the Bad Buffy outfits. Oh, Twitter. yeah. I love that <laughs> There's, like, so much to choose from. So much. Just the hats. Willow's hats alone. But Xander also has some ugly-ass sweaters. Oh, yeah. And and print, like, Hawa- like quote-unquote Hawaiian print shirts, oh, but yeah. they're not, like... See, but his ugly sweaters are very 90s. Like, I know I had a bunch of those ugly right. sweaters. Willow's outfits are, like, aggressively, like... I, I don't know. Like, purple hat's, like, down over her eyes. Yeah. Like, she's talking it's to so, us. It's, it's so like, giant. It's, like... Yeah. What it's episode like... did we talk about recently? There, there was, like, an episode where she wears, like... Like rainbow suspenders and overalls and an also a hat. Like, I mean, I yeah. guess they were trying to make her look like younger and more innocent, but she's one of the few people who, on that show who actually believably could have been in high school. Yes. Whereas like Cordelia, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about um, when Jenny's uncle comes to visit her in school. Cause, so first of all, here's the thing. That, here's a problem that I have. Everyone needs to keep their personal business out of their job. <laughs> like Jenny's uncle just strolls into school and wants to talk to Jenny. I'd be like. 
excuse me, uncle. <laughs> yeah, like... I'm at fucking work. Can you call me? <laughs> I don't want to get fired. Like... <laughs> like, you're calling me to talk about this Romani curse. And we talked in the prior episode with Carly about how, um... Buffy's just... I mean, Buffy's racist towards everyone, but Gypsies Absolutely. is really... Yeah, yeah, it's real bad. It's, it's like, real bad. Truly terrible. It's like it's like Stephen King thinner. Like, it's it's not good. It's not, it's not a good representation of the Romani people. No. It's a it's like a Borat-level understanding of Gypsy people. Well, and it's one, of the, it's one of the first times that they even actually, like, say, like, a place. Right. Normally it's just, like, blanket ethnic. Like, they're right, just, like, right. and don't even... Like, an Inca mummy girl, she's, like... They don't really, they don't even, like, right, didn't we say they don't even say Inca in the Right, no, they say, time. like, I mean, it's just, like, supposed to be general South America panpipes. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> that's clearly the only problem with Inca Mummy Girl. It's a great episode otherwise. <laughs> Listen, it's, it is one of my least favorite episodes. Hey. But. Impata, the actress who plays Impata is serving. <laughs> that hair. So She's lush. literally in a volume, I mean, yeah. in, a, in a fucking, like, voluminous, like, hair commercial yeah. time. With her, like jeans too she looks like such a 90s shampoo yeah. girl yeah all right yeah um but yeah no so <laughs> her uncle comes and they have this huge discussion about her um you know not, not swear to like commitment to her people and all this stuff jenny has a lot of issues we didn't we, did, we didn't episodes. we didn't know any of that that she was right we didn't this know that she was yeah. she's actually right um, what's very unclear though is was her name actually jenny calendar or was she just posing as she's right posing as jenny calendar oh was she well right? i think wasn't her i or mean maybe like, it was an american yeah maybe she was like an name. organization because what is what do they call her yana. Yana. yana like jenny to yana sounds like the right same thing. no i mean but i was like is but calendar comes out of nowhere <laughs> right yeah well no, calendar like called, called yeah, yeah no i thought it was like Calderash. i thought it was just like a fake name in yeah. which case like and the, but i don't really understand her origin <laughs> <laughs> um, and her name was going to be Nikki on the show, and it isn't oh, really? some of the yeah, it isn't some of the books. It's like Nikki because originally that was her name, oh. and then they changed it because uh, Nicholas Brendan went by Nikki. Oh, it's too confusing or something. Oh. Yeah. You know, behind the scenes, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I love go. a behind the scene trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I I recently learned, Louis, that um, I said this to Carly. I think I said this to you that like all of the like trivia I read online back in the day has all been like completely fabricated. Oh, of course. Like, I mean, almost, it was a time when we couldn't like verify anything, yeah. so we just like went by whatever the official. There have been like three different times in this podcast where I've been like, "Oh, I remember reading trivia about blah blah,", blah and like someone has been like, "That is blatantly I incorrect." Think that, <laughs> I think that the Nikki thing is true because yeah, yeah in, that sounds in, true. In the, in the tie-in books, like before yeah. this episode aired or before they named her because she was Mrs. Calendar, they they called her Nikki Calendar. Okay. Yeah, I believe that. Um, so with Jenny Calendar, this isn't even, it's interesting. This is not a retcon. Like this is like actual character building. And this is something that Joss, I think he's talked about and we've talked about that Joss has said that like he, when he introduces a new character, he doesn't give you their whole backstory, which a lot of shows would do. They're just like, this is this person. This is where they're from. This is who they are. This is what they're about. And he like leaves a lot of characters as just like vacant and empty, that way, like, later, he can conveniently have a whole background to put onto them. And, like, surprises where we see that with Jenny Calendar. Because well, before that, she was just a computer teacher. Well, but she was also a techno pagan. Yeah. yeah, but she was out <laughs> of Romani I mean, like, people who knew, right. who knew who Angel was but and had you, grown up hearing legends of Angel and how bad he yeah, was. Yeah, what's weird is that, like, I guess it was kind of, like, inconsistent. Like, I guess I thought she was going to be more of, like, a witch in terms of, like, which is introduced as, like, a techno pagan. But really, she's just, like... Mostly into computers. She just yeah. can do a computer. Like, like she, she can, she can use one. Like she can check her email. That was a skill back then. Okay, <laughs> that's true. That's right. true. Everyone else goes to the library, and she's like, "I'm gonna see what I can find out on the net." <laughs> like, they're like, "What? <laughs> what are you doing?" 
Um, so yeah. Oh, but yeah. do you, is this the scene that we were going to read? No. No? Okay. I don't know which <laughs> scene it was with her uncle nope, we were going to read. not this one. Um, this also is the first episode of Buffy's birthdays gone to shit. Right. Um, God. So I just wanted to point out, I, so I went to Ireland for, ugh, like forever ago, and it was like a miserable trip. Um, cause the teacher that like head the thing at Rutgers was like a very conservative old man and like, oh boy, was it terrible? But we went to like Galway. God, I'm going to sound like an idiot because boy is my geography terrible, especially in Ireland. Um, I think we went to Galway and there was like this like strip mall and I bought like clawed rings for like everyone. <laughs> um, I remember people had them in high school. I thought they were like, they were so cool. <laughs> And I was like, you could have a, you two can have a much, much, much older boyfriend. <laughs> God, that is so creepy. It is so creepy. It has, like, never been okay. It is, like, never thoroughly addressed how inappropriate their relationship is. Because even when they show him as, what was it, Liam? Was that his real name? Yeah. Even when they show him as Liam, it's not like he was, like, he was his 20s. 16. Yeah. I think he was supposed to be, like you've said, they, they, like, had some canon answer. I think he's, like, okay. 24 and, like... William was, like, 28. Because it would make, like, a little bit more sense if it was, like, oh, he did get turned when he was, like, a teenager. Still doesn't actually make sense, though. That's what bothers me about Tyler. Because I'm, like, I'm like, why would a 200-year-old person want to hang out with a high school student? That is so right. fucking weird. It is. It's weird. No, it's totally I can't weird. talk to 25-year-olds. Like, when I'm, like, how would I... It's terrible. 16-year-old girl? Like, what? So, somehow they are... So, somehow the bronze is always closed at the most convenient times because they're able to hold a birthday party for one person in a closed club. How the like bronze the stays club. open... Yeah. Like, it's a night... Like, it should be open getting business. But right. they are able to have her birthday there. My favorite thing, though, is, like, they set this whole thing up where you think Jenny is gonna, like, I don't know, kill Buffy Yeah. Or it's, like, this weird twist. And then she offers to give Buffy a ride to, like, meet Giles... And, and then they're driving around and Buffy goes, are we at the bronze? And Jenny just goes, I don't know. It's the address Giles gave me. And they're clearly outside the bronze because Buffy crashes through the window like two minutes yeah. later. Right. It's like, like, how would you it's not, like, I know where the bronze how is. How would you not know the neighborhood? Like, you live here. Because Sunnydale's very dark. And also, and also Sunnydale has very inconsistent geography. So you never really know where you are until you're there. It's just so funny to me. It's a, it's a, it's a small town that's also a college town, apparently. Yeah. And yeah, has a university. <laughs> in Halloween, when she crawls in the no, not Halloween, in an army base. What episode is it? Is it Halloween where she walks in and he's like already in her room and he's holding Mr. Gordo? No, that's what's my line. That's what's my line. The background, like she's like climbing in the window. The background looks like a really fake city backdrop, and I'm like, why is there a giant building with lights? Like, no, that was a poster. No, there's a poster, and then behind her, oh, okay. coming in the window, and it's like, ugh, that's weird. Like, um, so she arrives at her birthday or whatever, and like they fight, and like Oz finds out that there are vampires, <laughs> and it's just the best reaction to finding out. He's like, that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, that explains a lot about Sunny. I mean, Cordelia didn't really like ever get that, did she? Like, I feel like Cordelia, like season one, just kind of like learned at some point. There's well, never a scene of Cordelia learning. No, well, at, in Prophecy Girl, she knows because she she's knows. driving the car and stuff. Oh, that's right. But they never, but they never had a scene yeah. where she figured it. She learned. I remember this. Like rewatching it, I was like, they never acknowledge that at one point someone that's had true. to sit her down and be like, "There are vampires." Right. That's true. Well, because yeah, and then in Halloween, they tell her that angels are vampires. Right. She's like, oh, I guess. But wait, she doesn't just, she like, know? I mean, she knows that Buffy's the Slayer. Right. So that means that she knows that they're vampires. But I'm saying they never, like, there's, there's no, no scene. scene. Oh, there's no scene yeah. Of, yeah, she knows, but there's no scene of, like, 
I was just thinking about that because like the odd scene is so chill and funny, yeah. but also like I was like Cordelia never got even like a scene. <laughs> she just kind of was like ushered into that world suddenly. Well, it's like the end of Reptile Boy when they save her, and she's like, "Thank you, I just hate you guys." <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, so they're at the surprise party. Cordelia does say the surprise. She does. It's very Cordelia. I feel like uh, they're all like Oz is kind of like. I say a lot of the characters, especially in season one, aren't quite fully realized, but I feel like Oz is pretty fully realized from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Cordelia has a lot of development going on. Oz doesn't really have development. He's kind of, like, fully realized and just, like, there. Also, everyone in Xander wanted to be Cordelia's date to the party, and then she was like, no. And then you're like, <laughs> how many times have you dated, have you hooked up with someone and asked them on a real date? And like, <laughs> right. Nope. But the that's weird thing about this, I'll say, is, like, it's different than, like, because that has happened to all of us so many times or whatever. Like, hey, do you want to come to this party? It's weird because they're already all friends with everyone. Yeah. So yeah. were they planning on just, like, coming together and be like, oh, happy birthday. Here's my announcement about my relationship. Right. I'd be right. fucking pissed. <laughs> like, fuck you. It's my day. But, um, yeah. So, so I also feel like the first part, not unlike a lot of them, the first part kind of, like, nothing happens. It's a lot of, like, setup. Right. Yeah, because you have Buffy like talking with. Her well, mom. we have we see the, the first judge scene is in the first part. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, the only thing that happens with the judge in the first part is that the arm because after but with the, the, Rasp- the Rasputina song is in the first part. Because <laughs> right. at the at the surprise party, they they intercept right. the arm yeah, and the yeah. arm tries to choke Buffy, mm-hmm. and then they have that scene where they decide that Angel has to go to another corner of the world via boat. Oh my god. And like he has to go away for several months. <laughs> my favorite Such thing though is like No, I think it no, he is assembled at the end of the episode. Is, okay. Before they have before they have sex. At the end he is. But my favorite part though is they're they're trying to debate what to do about the arm because Angel and Giles kind of put together that it's the judge and that they have to keep the pieces separate. Um and Angel's like, well, I guess I gotta leave tonight to take us on a boat. Yeah. And Jenny just pops into the frame like, I'll drive you. I'll bring you to the dock. She, she, like, she, so she is so unsettled. She is so unsettled. She's like, you should, so... you should go like really far right. away. And in, ter- like... and in terms of um, how big Sunnydale is, oh, it's now a port town. Right, right. It is now a fucking salty um, sea town. But it's like Buffy and Angel are all emotional and then you literally just see Jenny slide into frame like, I'll give you a ride. <laughs> she's like, this is perfect. Because she's got to get rid of him, right? Yeah. Like, right, because yeah. she doesn't want him to get... She doesn't want it to happen to him. Like, she's trying to actually, like, she's, underhandedly no, how save much him. How does she actually know about what will happen? At that point, she knows. I thought she just... I thought it was just that she wasn't supposed to let him be happy. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think she yeah. actually knew what would happen. She didn't he, know... She, didn't know, she that, didn't know that, like, an orgasm would yeah. make him lose his soul. Like, because... Same. Because <laughs> <laughs> exactly. in the innocence, Buffy's like, did you know what would happen? And she goes, not the not the full... Yeah. Right, so yeah. she didn't really know. She didn't know that, yeah, she no. wasn't... She knew about the she might have been a little bit more direct had she known that them fucking would right. actually, like, exactly. unleash... I'd be like, Buffy, if you get that D, he's gonna lose his S. <laughs> now <Right>. let's go. <laughs> would, it, would, like, a blowjob have been the same thing, though? Right, it had to be full... Oh my god, that's so heterosexist. It had to be, like, a moment of perfect happiness, right? So, like, is, like... But is also, like, like penis to vagina, like is that what's happening? Does it have to be like? I think I always think about this it. is such a header. Oh my gosh! No, but I'm think, near my, blowing my mind. Right the thing I think about often is like, is an orgasm really like the happiest moment of your life? Right. Like, well, it's someone it's, you love. I think and... it was. It, I think it was that it was the first time that Buffy had had sex, mm-hmm. and like they were able to share. 
their love. Like it wasn't just the orgasm part. It wasn't part. just like no, because he has like he came and then he was like I'm evil. So he right and they make they make a big point on Angel that he can have sex. He just can't have sex with someone like a perfect moment of happiness. Right, right. He can have sex with someone he doesn't have feelings for, or even the people he likes. He just can't have sex with some. It was like Buffy. It was like a special thing. He was in love with her, and because he doesn't lose his soul until after they're like yeah, maybe yeah, maybe the perfect happiness was like the the post cuddle. Maybe he had a cigarette and it just like put him over the top. When they do that spell to make him jealous on Angel, and he like imagines having sex with Cordelia. Yeah. And so like, it, but then he says Buffy. He does say Buffy. He after, says which Buffy. is like real awkward. <laughs> wow. But I've always thought that like maybe like that relationship would have also because that was also yeah. like a mystical like special yeah. love thing versus like when he dates. I had the no werewolf. idea this happens on Angel. Sorry, sorry. Spoiler alert. When he's dating the werewolf, it's like <laughs> yeah, Jenny Mullen werewolf. It's like and there's also no one cares. Like, right. So it's like <laughs> you can totally bring the werewolf. But yeah. so there's all we always talk about like there are times where the show has these, like, very WB, very teen romance moments, and, like, coming back from the docks, wet hair, <laughs> like, the way that they have sex is so, Well, like, they're also so tortured know. about wanting to have sex. They're, well, like, crying about it. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, I feel like I'm always really distracted, though, by how how many times Sarah Michelle, like, how runny Sarah Michelle Gellar's nose is in that scene, because she keeps going, like, <laughs> she's supposed to be having these really, like, that really romantic moment with Angel, and I just, she just keeps, like, like, <laughs> right. as someone whose allergies have had, like, a real negative effect on my sex life, like, I take that very personally, <laughs> but, um, you can sniff through it, like, you just get some Afrin, you or keep going. Or someone do, like, pause it, roll over, get a nose spray. Yeah, exactly, you take your Afrin and you go well, back. Well, she was crying, but, and I get it, but I was also, like, okay. <laughs> God, I feel like that's what listeners are podcast must think. Ian and Matthew are talking about things, and Ian keeps sniffling and cracking his knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, but the judge did get built before this happened. Yes. And I just want to point out that the judge looks incredibly stupid. It just, it's, it's just Luke, but blue. When Ben Thompson same, it's and the same it looks like him. It looks like, exactly right? like him, but blue. Yeah. Right. Um, Brian Thompson, char- amazing character actor, though, from the 90s, from like. He's I recognize him from like X Files. Yeah, he was the alien shapeshifter. Um, was yeah. I, I, I'm like, never clear on yeah, yeah, yeah. what he and Lucy Lawless were, but no, he, like shapeshifter. And then uh, Deep Space Nine. He was like oh, a really? ton of aliens on Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Huh. But every time I He's see so him, I'm like, though. why do they cast him in the same? Like they, he looks just like no. Even guys, when they put like a ton of monster makeup on him, he was my he was my first like Comic Con Buffy person that I met. And I was, like, very excited about it. I was like, oh, my God, he played Luke and the Judge. <laughs> what is the name of the vampire he kills? Dalton? Yes. Oh, yeah. I always felt bad for that guy. And yeah. also, it was like, that was another weird logic thing of, like, yes. apparently reading books makes you <laughs> right. have more humanity, and right. therefore they can kill you. This one reads. Because, like, because all vampires have some humanity in yeah. them. They're still human. They Or they have their... They're hu- well, as Anya will tell us in season three, all demons that walk the earth are human demons. Yes. Right. Humans. So, like, theoretically, the judge should be able to kill vampires, too. And, like, there are all, all those, them, like, yeah. old demons who are anti-vampire because they're, like, half-breeds. So, right. like, why can the judge not kill... Oh, my God, and this it- free share promo. But, <laughs> but it also feels like Drusilla and Spike would be the most because they have a relationship. They are, right. Well, and they, like, says, yeah. He's yeah. Like, you... you to stink of like love for each other, right? And, like it feels like he should not. So like, why would uh, it? Yeah, Angelus has been living as like a human with a soul, or not a human, but like living a human life and having yeah. a soul. Like why would he not? It doesn't make any sense. I feel sense. like they just threw that in there so that you know he's bad. Yeah, right. Like, he's the judge evil. Can't kill he doesn't him, even like, like smoking Drusilla. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, poor Dalton. He yeah, like, he liked to read and he wore glasses. Even though why would vampires need glasses? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it's actually, it's, maybe there were, it's, it's, it's been established. It was when William wore glasses, and then after right. he got became a vampire, he didn't need them anymore. Maybe there was. Maybe they were no frames, or they were just for aesthetic. He was just like, yeah, he, he was just a like, he was like I read books. I got to wear glasses. He gets he gets so much crap because like Drusilla yeah. stomps on his glasses. She breaks his glasses. She breaks them. Dalton. And then and then Spike actually stops her from killing him. I feel like Spike has a soft spot for Dalton because he's like he might be an idiot, but he's like he's because well, Spike is like kind of a softy. He is a little bit. Yeah. So I have a question. Does the um does the the judge is introduced in this episode? Does he kill that first person in front of them in this episode? Yes, because he, he's about to kill Buffy and Angel when they run off, and then right because that's one it. of my favorite Drusilla moments, where she's like, "Do it again, do it again." <laughs> I literally wrote it in my notes: "Do it again, do it again" is iconic. It's <laughs> so it is iconic. Big, but also, like this episode also has her like walking down the stairs to that Rakutina song, and that's like mm-hmm. such a great like it Drusilla is. moment from the soundtrack. Yes, oh, the man, soundtrack. I listened to the heck out of that soundtrack. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I had the CD. Yes, same. <laughs> we were talking previously about how Drusilla is, like, is an iconic villain and people don't give her her due. Mm-hmm. Like, because they just, like, say that she's not all there or whatever. But, yeah. like, the judge is her idea. Yeah, and, like, she, she is such a really good I villain. do feel like her crazy is very inconsistent. That she's, like, different levels of crazy when the plot calls for it. And right. sometimes she's, like, super out, like, out there. Sometimes she's... I mean, also, it's different, like... I think on Angel, she's also a different character. A, li- yeah. a little bit more with me and more together. Yeah, definitely she more together. She seemed more psychotic on Angel yeah. and not necessarily as crazy Fruit Loops. Like, sometimes they would just have her say really wacky things. Yeah. It feels almost a little bit like a Harley Quinn-Joker relationship where, like, sometimes Harley Quinn is really, really crazy and sometimes yeah. she's just, like, a little... But she still has her wits about her. Right. <laughs> Although I will say... It's such a weird moment. The moment when it, I guess can Drusilla sense that Angel lost his soul? Yeah. Because there's a thing where she like, I'm like, yeah. Is it like she reacting to in the moment like the sex thing or is it? I think like, it's I think it's the pale lip. I think it's because for some reason Angel has a pale lip happening. He does. Yeah. Did anyone notice that? Like, wait, yeah. I don't like. I'm like, this is a weird makeup choice. But well, whatever. they also they really give him sunken eyes. Yeah. and Passion and some other episodes later where like when he's evil he's paler and they has ch- sunken yeah, eyes. Yeah. They change his makeup and he's wearing like pale lipstick. Yeah. And so he looks like Angelus. <laughs> but like, but like the moment when. Presumably, it's the moment when he loses his soul. She also has this like something goes through her, and she's and she collapses. And Spike's yeah. like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Is she?" Well, Drusilla. No, yeah, that's, kind of I has, think that's what it's. Drusilla yeah. kind of just has all over the place powers. Where yeah. she, oh, she, but she can see. She can see things. She's yeah, like, she, has, yeah, so she, she has prophecies. Yeah, and yeah. it's interesting. Um, wait, did we talk about the scene though when we first see him do something evil, which is like the greatest when he <laughs> in, in, in oh. innocence? Yeah, when he kills that woman. Yeah, and then exhales. The I smoke. really like I, the sh- the show is so weird because it has a very clear anti-smoking message. Like I'm sure you guys have talked about how like if you smoke, you die on the show. Right. And if you drink but out then, the like, you're how bad. fucking cool does Angelus look when he like? <laughs> Kills that woman and then blows the smoke out. That is a right, great right. moment. Like, like they're 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 trying to tell you like, ooh, he's bad and now right. he likes smoking, but actually like, it just looks like, fucking uh, cool as fuck. Right. <laughs> like I wanted to smoke no. after seeing that. Or this, and then he shows up at the warehouse and and strikes the match against the long table and yeah. like, lights the cigarette and then at one point like flicks the cigarette just randomly and away. Spike always looks pretty cool. When he's but that's the yeah. I think that's the cool. only time you ever see him smoke is when he's Angelus, which is really funny. Yeah, that's true. Um, so the second part, which I think does all the heavy lifting, which I think is one of the most iconic, like, there's no, like, gimmick in this episode, like, not, not. Joss wrote both of them, right? I think he only wrote the second one. I know he didn't direct the first one. Or wait, hold on, I have it right here, somewhere. I thought he wrote the first one as well. Maybe I don't. No, it was written by Marty Noxon. 
Oh. She would do that. <laughs> it was directed by my coworker's father. Really? Yeah. Which oh, yeah. one? The first episode? Mm-hmm. Michael Lane. Oh. Oh, yeah. So Marty wrote the first and then Joss. Okay, so yeah. Joss wrote, wrote and directed. directed the second. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Which has, like, such great Joss lines. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, like, the, I'm 17, like, Nulolium makes me want to have sex. It's, like, a great Joss line. Yeah. <laughs> and the freeze frame Willow Kissage, just to, like, there's, like, a lot of good I mean, Joss stuff. I think he always, I think, I think he even said it in the reunion, again, that he thinks that this is one of, like, the most iconic episodes that he did on Buffy, and that it's a game changer yeah. for the yeah. series. Um, and I agree. Well, it's one of the best, like, it's one of the best, like, most pointed metaphors that, like, really, really worked and is, like, incredibly painful and also, like, makes sense in the context of the show versus, yes. like, Magic Crack. Yeah. Like, it's a metaphor that, like, really, they, like, earned. Yes. And is... Well, I, I really also liked when, like, that whole sense for, like, 20 minutes of the beginning of the episode where Buffy wakes up and he's not there and then, like, the whole episode she's just, like, where'd he go? What's mm-hmm. going on? Because it's, like, such a thing when you, like, wake up and someone's not there um, I mean, it was her first time, whatever. But, like, it's just, it's so visceral. And you can just, like, see her hurting the whole time in every, inter- like, Sarah does such a great job. Like, she just looks like she's hurting every time she talks to, to every everyone in the beginning of this episode. And, I, like I always say, I think she is underrated. Because she really does, I don't know, when she, when she goes to talk to Angel, it, like, breaks my heart. Like, it always yeah. does. I'm always like... God, just be a little nice, like God. He, he's actually he's really good in that scene too. He's also really bad later in the episode, but he's very good <laughs> in that scene. David Boreanaz. So I so here's the thing. So I mean, David Boreanaz is not he's not going to win an Oscar, but <laughs> I actually think that he's better. He's a better actor when he's evil because he at least looks like he's having fun. I agree. There's so many times when he's angel, where he just looks bored to death. Yeah. And when he's evil, he actually looks like he's having a good time. But I think he's really well, he's really good in that scene where he's like being a horrible dick. Mm-hmm. I just think of the like their fight at the end and some of his worst acting. <laughs> really? It's like, yeah, it's it's something really bad. I don't know if I watched it again and it makes me cringe. Maybe it's the quest for Camelot poster in the background. <laughs> but there's like something about it where I'm like he's just not good. Maybe it, I don't, I have to wonder maybe it was he had to ADR stuff. Because that might have been it. They too. might because it's the way that the audio is because they had to film they did yeah. the whole like yeah. brain fight scene. The show does that a lot though. It, yeah, it almost sounds like his voice doesn't match up with his mm. like something's off. So maybe he had to ADR. They also his. like n- never made the show for for high def viewing yeah. or pausing because the stunt double work is very very <laughs> obvious. Oh my gosh, I love when you can see Buffy's stunt double. Like <laughs> you can always see clearly it. Like, there's no different person, different face, different body type. Just when like, they when they fall off the dock and like. Angel Sun Double like gets out of the water. You're like that is not Angel at all. <laughs> that is some guy. It's always so clear. Like. Yeah, it's so yeah. obvious. <laughs> the sexual nature of like when Angel tells Drusilla and Spike that like he's turned back bad and like they all are like basically like they all it all looks like they're all, like they have the same thought in their mind. It's like threesome, threesome, right. threesome. <laughs> right, right. Like they're all just like looking at Even each other. Even back then, I remember being like, oh. Hmm. Like. <laughs> yeah. Drusilla like growls at both of them and you're like, yeah, they're doing it. Right, yeah. Like Well, I mean, and we've I've mentioned this a million times because of course I have. In the last season of Angel, they mentioned that Angel and Spike have hooked up. Like, yeah. I can can we just <laughs> I pisses me off. Why? <laughs> because it was the most like it was that was like queer baiting bullshit. Like they did that a lot at Angel last season. They would do this stuff where it was like vaguely homoerotic and they would never actually do deal with it. And they had Andrew come on and be super gay and then they were like, <laughs> Oh actually he's with women. Like it was annoying. Oh that makes me really mad. Yeah that does But they me did mad. that a lot in that season. And they had a lot of like 
like winking gay stuff and they never actually dealt with any of it season five is my favorite of angel <laughs> really yes i like a lot of it too i just think that it was like of its time in terms of like you well, could like you could I mean a lot of the show is of course but i just feel like if like i think that angel and spike would have had sex like yeah. they were all I mean, like they... but for me that's why i like it because it, it doesn't feel out of character it feels like oh that would have happened no but it was like one line and it all was right. like a joke all right but I, I wanted mean, to see them have sex, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fair. But for me, it wasn't a derogatory joke. It wasn't like, no. ew. No, 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 I don't think it's. I don't think it's that. I just think it was like very much like... A wink. Yeah, it was kind of like fan service in like an annoying way. That's fair. All right. Um, so, also in this episode, Willow finds out that Cordelia and Xander are dating. She gets very upset. And it actually does like... Like, I don't know. I, I, uh, Allison Hennig is so much when she's, like, upset. I think she's really good. I fully cried watching this this morning. <laughs> I'm in a very dark place, but also, like, I literally cried. I was like, it's just so sad because, like, you've been in love with this person, and the one person they're with is the person that you thought that they hated. Like, and has and always been mean to you. Has always been so, so Cordelia mean. has always been so mean to Willow. In that like, first episode, she's terrible. Was. Yeah. Softer it's literally side, when you love someone. Since Softer Side of Sears. <laughs> the, oh, my God. A great line. Like, Every, everything that happens in this episode has been has started from Softer Side. <laughs> that is just laid so much groundwork. Oh man, right? And then she, yeah. Because oh, like I would be upset about that too. Like, no, I would totally. I yeah, pissed for sure. Like, like, oh, and you're dating the one person who's always been terrible to and me. It's weird because like they're not really dating; they're just like hooking up. Yeah, yeah. or whatever that. But is why they haven't is. officially started dating? But what yet, is uh, what is up with? Uh, oh, I guess this is like an obvious thing. But watching it again, I also am just like so shocked by how awful Xander is and how awful he's oh, always been and how yeah. much I wanted to be Xander when I watched the show when I was like 17. Right. And then you like watch it now and you're like, he is an awful like MRA piece yeah. of shit. No, you like, realize how terrible. Worse. And how like threatened he's all, he is all the time. By, by all Buffy's the women strength. around him. By Buffy's yes. strength in particular, like, um, because I watched, we were talking about Halloween and like one of the things that I think we forgot to talk about was like. Buffy saving Xander from oh, right. um, Larry. Larry and him getting so like upset guy about code. it. Guy code, you like, broke the guy uh, code. Like, uh, and she's you know, like, a black, right. a black guy heals, but you know, a damaged, <laughs> a bruised male ego lasts forever, or whatever he says, <laughs> like something like that. And I'm just like, Ugh, Xander is the worst. Xander I think is the worst. The worst. The worst. I, so I always say that I don't think Xander would be like an MRA. I think he would be like that guy that says he's a feminist but yeah. then explains feminism. Right, right. He's better really. in the... He's, he's okay in the comics. Yeah, he's a lot better in the comics, right? But he's like, like the totally comics tolerable. are written from a more woke perspective yes. than the show was. So yes. they have the benefit of of, uh, of writing them. Lewis, well. you're one of the first... Do you still read them? I've read season 8 and 9 and I have season 10 and I've read part of 10. Is season 9 with the Magic Council... Or no? Oh god, I don't remember. I know, and the, there was like the there was the gay slate, like the gay not Satsu. The uh, there was like the gay guy. Billy, yeah, yeah Billy. I like Billy. Um, my only other friends on Twitter that read the comics think he's like garbage and terrible, <laughs> and like really hate the comics. I love the comics. I, I think, think they're, they're fun. <laughs> I think like that for me. Whenever anyone's like, "Oh, that should get a revival," I'm like, I think the comics would do well as like. It like, would have to be animated. The problem with any sort of... You can never do a Buffy revival because the vampires have aged quite a bit. Oh, yeah. But I think a revival where it's, like, that universe, but not... We don't need to be... It revolve around... Like, I think that, like, Angel and Faith comic is really good. Do you read that one? Mm-hmm. I think that comic is, like, the best one. Yeah. Um, I haven't caught up yet, but... Yeah, I, when they had the... For Buffy's birthday, like, a year or two ago, they had that deal where you could, like, buy everything. Okay, yeah. And so I bought everything on my iPad. Because I, I think haven't... season eight is a little rough. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. 
Yeah, but anyway, so sorry. <laughs> I feel like, but I feel like Xander is like the well in this episode or in, in this part is like, um, what do they call it now? Like negging, where like you like beat up on women, but you really like them, like. You know, like that thing. Have you heard about it? No. It's, it's a like a artist. It's like a pickup oh, artist yeah, thing, yeah, like yeah, negging, yeah. like you yeah. like oh, beat right. down a woman's. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's what he like. And and we were like, it's like he's always so insecure and all this stuff, and then he basically gets handed Cordelia Chase, like the most popular girl in school, and like then he like treats her like shit. At least with them though, it's like she's also treating him like she's shit. also so kind feel of as bad as like <laughs> yeah. like they have that relationship, and she's like she's like sometimes so mean to him. Yeah. Like, in this episode, even. Because doesn't he ask her... He asks her to Buffy's birthday party as a date. And yeah. And she's like, you have nothing to lose. I, on the other hand, have everything yes. to lose. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like, you have no reason to be embarrassed by me. Right. Publicly that, to me, is such an interesting character part. Because, like, Cordelia is so obsessed with status. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, literally constricting, like, her love life. And so I actually feel, like, for her. Even what's though she's wh- being terrible. Here's like, what's weird, though. She wants to change. And she wants to fall in love with Xander. But it's like, she's been conditioned not to. Does she? And she's like... <laughs> Oh no! I just oh, like that she knocks she down wears, a couple pegs. She wears her his and she, she wears the um, yeah. She wears the heart necklace. The heart necklace, her. and then she takes it under her clothes. That's true. It's so beautiful. It's when really that weird though. Like she's concerned about what dating Xander would do for her reputation, but we never see her with her old friends. Like she's fully yeah. in the, the Scoobies. That's right. So it's kind of weird. Until like, that are, episode when yeah. they right. Say, so, why like, are you dating? Right. But yeah. like, what is Harmony thinking this whole time? Like, why is she hanging out with them? Like she's hanging out with them fully. Like as they're. As part of their group, so like that already seems like it would be a major knock to reputation. A revival that's the ex- entire series from Harmony's perspective. Oh my god. <laughs> Things we need. She's just like, where's Cordelia? She's been hanging out more with those weirdos this whole time. <laughs> um, and going back to the conversation they have. My, at, sorry, go ahead. When Buffy goes to visit him in his apartment, um, I think it's time for us to do a little reading. Of that. Wait, I just want to say my favorite line from when Willow confronts Xander because I was holding it in. Oh my god, I hate you. I love, I love when she says, the I hate Cordelia Chase fan club of which you are the treasurer. <laughs> because it's like, are there two members? Why isn't he the president or vice president? And what do they have funds for? Have they had bake sales? Like, I need to know. It's such a great it's little detail. So good. It's amazing. She's so, and then it's just Willow. And then the scene where she's like, Oh, he says, it doesn't mean anything. And she says, no, it just means you'd rather be with someone yeah. you hate than be with me. Ugh. Ugh. Crying. Oh, Heartbreaking. Oh, I love her so much. My baby. She's such a precious little like. No, and she runs away. <laughs> and then attacks her. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> he's such a jerk. Um, he's so mean. <laughs> so we're going to do Angel and Buffy's scene in Woo! the apartment. And Carly's going to play Angelus. <laughs> And Matthew's gonna be Buffy. Reprising my role as <laughs> he is often played Buffy, Buffy Summers. Um, can you see the words all right? Yeah, I can read it. Um, okay. Will you do stage directions, darling? Yes. Okay. Angel runs to him. Hey. Oh? <laughs> hey. She kisses him and they hug. Oh my god, I was so worried. I didn't mean to frighten you. Where did you go? Been around. Oh, oh my god. Hugs him again. I was freaking out. You just disappeared. What? I took off. Goes to his bed for the shirt. But you didn't say anything. You just left. Pulls on the shirt. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I really wanted to stick around after that. What? You got a lot to learn about men, kiddo. Although I guess you proved that last night. Uh, What are you saying? (laughs) Let's not make an issue out of it, okay? 
In fact, let's not talk about it at all. It happened. I, I don't understand. Was it me? Was I not good? You were great. Really. I thought you were a pro. How can you say this to me? Lighten up. It was a good time. Doesn't mean like we have to make a big deal. It is a big deal. It's what? Bells ringing, fireworks, a dulcet choir of pretty little birdies? Come on, Buffy. It's not like I've never been there before. He reaches his hand up to her face. She jerks back. Don't touch me. Should have known you wouldn't be able to handle it. Angel! He stops and faces her. I love you. <laughs> love you too. I'll call you. He goes out the door. Buffy can only watch him go. Extremely inset- upset and confused. What a dick! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, reading it out loud like that is just like, how can he say this? It's so, it's so there awful. is no humanity left in him. The judge is right. <laughs> no, I do appreciate that, like, I mean, he's like, he's incredibly sadistic in a way that, like, not even all vampires are. Like, he yeah. clearly is like... And he enjoys torturing her. Yeah. And, like, there's stuff later, obviously, that just, you're just kind of like, he's like the worst yeah yeah um well it's the difference between like just being evil because you're a demon and like he is like getting such enjoyment right. out of it like dalton would never <laughs> <laughs> dalton would like cuddle with you after you had sex like there's no way dalton leaves before I'm tra- yeah i'm trying to fight the demon inside me. <laughs> dalton says as he cuddles you even if the sex was bad dalton tells you it was good <laughs> yeah but, but, but is dalton i think dalton would be the little spoon though i think he's he, i think he wants to be cuddled and he won't admit it. Somebody write some Dalton slash fic right now. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. Dalton Spike slash fic. Oh my god. I think Spike, I think Spike has this offside for Dalton. Because he tells Drizilla, he's like, don't, yeah, yeah. don't stab his eyes don't out. Like, <laughs> maybe, just he didn't want, maybe he just didn't want to deal with her eyeball fingers. That's probably true. <laughs> the, softer, the softer side of Spike. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> Um, and then the next scene. Yes. Matthew, do you want to be the... I would love to. Um, so the next scene right after that is when Jenny confronts her uncle Anyos Enyos, um, and reading the part of Enyos will be Lewis. Lewis, and reading the part of Jenny will be Ian. I didn't. I I already forgot which one I was reading. Okay. Which. So I will read. The stage directions. Okay, but I'm not doing the accent, right? Because it's no. offensive. No. I mean, we're gonna crawl through this anyway. So cut to Enyos' hotel room. He lectures Jenny. You know what it is? This thing, vengeance? Uncle, I have served you. I've been faithful. I need to know. To the modern man, vengeance is a verb, an idea. Payback. One thing for another. Like commerce. Not with us. Vengeance is a living thing. It passes through generations. It commands. It kills. You told me to watch Angel. You told me to keep him from the Slayer. I tried, but there are other factors. There are terrible things happening here that we cannot control. We control nothing. We are not wizards, Yana. We merely play our part. Angel could be of help to us. I mean, he may be the only chance we have to stop the judge. It is too late for that. Why? The curse. Angel is meant to suffer, not to live as a human. One moment of true happiness, of contentment. One moment where the soul that we restored no longer plagues his thoughts, and that soul is taken from him. Oops. (laughs) Then, if somehow, if it's happened, then Angelus is back. I hope to stop it, but I realize now it was arranged to be so. Buffy loves him. And now she will have to kill him. Unless he kills her first. Uncle, this is insanity. People are going to die. Yes. It is not justice we serve. It is vengeance. (laughs) You are a fool. We're all fools. Her uncle just watches her go and shakes his head. They're like two steps away from saying they're vengeance demons. (laughs) 
I mean, literally, he sucks. Like, well, yeah. it's literally like this is what people think of gypsies. <laughs> well, I mean, about vengeance. Like, what, what is he mad about that? Like, that they, he killed one girl. Angel, I mean, come on. No, he killed. He killed the tribe's favorite daughter. Right. But what is that even? Yeah, so he killed one girl, but like he did it like a hundred years ago. Like, get, maybe get over it. Is all I'm saying. Well, that's my part. That's my thing. Where like. Jenny says, like, I grew up hearing tales about, like, Angel. I was like, really? Like, your parents were, like, 90 years ago? <laughs> Angel killed the favorite daughter. I'd be like, what about me? I'm a daughter. <laughs> Let's it's focus a, on this It's also, story. like, such a cop-out that we got the Angel and Jealous thing. Like, it makes it easy to talk about, but also, like, doesn't... It, like, makes them, like, two different people. And, you know, Angel did that more as a show. Yes. Like, made them very much separate characters. And it's, like, still the same person. Just... But is it? Mm-hmm. One's a demon. Okay, but also I just wanted to, I need to discuss this because it's my favorite. Buffy saying that was then and this is now and picking up the goddamn bazooka is maybe like my favorite moment in the entire show. It's so good. Like, it makes me tear up just as I feel so good we about it. We got so much mileage out of Xander being an army guy for Halloween. <laughs> right. Like, how, like, that, like, that like will never, you know. Well, that was the funny thing we were talking about in the Halloween episode and then it, and then what, how many episodes later we get this thing where he has to. He and apparently knows the layout of the army base and Which could probably no assemble a gun and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then, like, honestly, he shows no identification and gets on that army base and gets a bazooka right. and gets it off of base. No. It's, they don't have good security in Sunnydale. <laughs> also, because the security guards are dying. also pre-911, yeah. okay, different true, times. True, different true, time. true, But like, we never get any of Buffy's knowledge from when she was like well, a lady. That's what we said. We were trying to figure out how long, how many times they try to use the fact that Xander has military knowledge and I said, I feel like there's a little bit in the initiative, um, Right. Where, yeah, he, no, where he makes yeah. a reference to it, but then also says, like, I don't remember a lot by but, this point. But Buffy never throws a fancy dinner party. <laughs> right. And, like, like, and, and Willow's never, like, you know, a sexy ghost. <laughs> like, we never got like, to What it. does Willow know about, like, different dimensions from being a ghost? Ooh, like, that's a really good question. We should write fancy. How much, of, how much of her becoming a witch has to do with the fact that she was a ghost for her? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, a really good question. <laughs> but yeah, so he, but he, he threatens the army guy, which I think is kind of hysterical. Yeah. This guy is so dumb. Yeah. This army He's like, and you hold your gun like a sissy. <laughs> it's all, and then like, yeah, and then like Cordelia just... They get rid of the judge so easily, by the way. They do. Well, to be fair, so it, this always... I mean, I know they couldn't have because then the show would be like... This, the monsters wouldn't have been that effective. But she clearly keeps that bazooka because we see it again in season seven. Right. When she goes to kill Principal Wood. Why didn't she use it against Glory? Why didn't she use it against the mayor? Why didn't she use it all I don't think it would have worked on, they wouldn't have worked on Glory. Well, to like... Like, instead of getting, like, the crane to, right. like, hit her... It like, would have worked on the mayor, for sure. They probably... Well, they probably needed another ammo, because it only holds, like, one ammo. Or, like, one rocket. <laughs> so Xander could have gone back and stolen one. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing. How much, how much would she have to keep it on the DL, because they technically stole from a military base? Oh, right. Giant I mean, like, weapon. Oh, yeah, remember that bazooka that, they, that, was, that went missing? Some girl just used it in a mall. Yeah, the mall. <laughs> I have so many questions about what the people in Sunnydale think about all this shit. Like, like no one like, ever, like, no one ever deals with any of this stuff. What is, like, usually it's a gas leak, they say. Yeah. Like, well, or gang well, we related. talked about that with Halloween. Like, all of your children really turn into monsters. You don't say anything. You literally went to the mall, like, chomping on your Annie hands, and someone with a bazooka comes out and fucking kills kills this blue guy who made some other guy explode and not one journalist like from the Sunnydale Observer calls and is like um excuse me no one like no one, no one walked home and found a piece of judge in their shoe and was like what is this they're just like well, yeah. so, Carly I really like that's like oh 
<laughs> the military base would know that it was stolen, right. and they're like, "Oh, the gr- a girl at the mall just used it." Like, right. Right. Like, that's because Sunnydale's journalism is very subpar. I really blame this on Sunnydale journalists. Subpar, the military subpar. It's all really bad. I, I do appreciate though that like they just that, that Angel and Drusilla and Spike just like get out of the way and don't try to help the judge at all. They're just yeah. like, "We're gonna just let you." And like, then Drusilla literally runs away yeah. and leaves yeah. Angel. Well, and she has that part. She's like grabbing her chest and like yeah, screaming. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's but so they weird. don't. I mean, it's just weird because the judge doesn't actually do anything. He really doesn't. He's it's not like, about. It's not about that at all. But like, it's kind of. A, he's weird for something that's like apparently an apocalyptic right. threat. Yeah, yeah. Threat that like it's. He's so useless. But so. All that aside, I still fucking love the... Like, I feel so empowered her picking up a goddamn bazooka. And I don't yeah. really know what it is about it that really does it for me. Let's unpack like, that. Yeah! Like... <laughs> phallic symbol, phallic symbol. <laughs> no, I it's been so badass, though, because we have never really seen Buffy use a weapon a like modern, that. yeah. And, and for a show that time after time is like, guns are bad, guns are evil, and the only time that we ever really see a villain use a gun is in season six when Buffy and Tara get shot. Yeah. So... Darla has guns in season one. Oh, that's she right, that's right, Buffy. that's right. But... But like that's but it but for a show is very much anti-gun. Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting to see Buffy use a more modern weapon because most of the time we don't we see her use stuff that's pretty like. And she's medieval. like still holding a crossbow. Right. Like. Right. Crossbow, <laughs> axe, like a lot of medieval stuff. Yeah. So like, and I feel like Spike ushered in this, but I feel like Spike, Spike ushered in the like turning point of like we're gonna stop doing like oh there's a prophecy or oh these are ancient ones like and like the judge is kind of like one of the last like ooh it's an ancient like we don't know it's gonna blah 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 and I'm like I'm trying to think yeah when do we well we get that in the coming also true oh Akathla yeah Akathla but that's more like Akathla's but it's more like about another, an, it's another, more a vehicle I mean Ange- yeah. it's, not, it's still about Angelus and like or sh- like the the um, Balthazar when when Faith shows up like Balthazar is apparently like that's some true. Big old scary vampire. And in the Zeppo, we don't know exactly yeah, what's going on, but this, there is an apocalypse happening. But it's not the right. like, it's not the like when the master would open the book and read the right. comics and be like, it no. is written in right. the blah blah blah. Um, we did skip over the part where Angel comes to the school and tries to get Willow and Xander yeah. to come over to him. I quickly yelled about that. And then we, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they go back, because it has a little, there's a little moment in there that I love when they go back after finding out that Angel has turned mm-hmm. and um, well Willow's asked Jenny like how did you know and she's right. like I saw his face <laughs> but there's a moment where Willow gets yeah. that they had sex and no one else does yep. and Giles keeps being like no tell us what happened tell us what happened and Willow's like shut the fuck up yeah. right. and he goes oh I can't even you know I can only imagine and Willow's no, like no she said I, I, can, I can imagine right. Yeah. right but then Willow says I don't think you can it makes me yeah. sad he looks so disappointed at first I'm I, glad they, but, he clarifies he was not later he says he wasn't so yes. but the, but i don't think he knew about the sex at i don't time. i thought he realized it i thought he realized about the sex until uh Passion. buffy tries to throttle jenny i think yeah and she goes how do you know you were the one who and buffy just looks at him and he goes oh dear god and like and yes. then that takes right. the glasses is that off. this episode yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. okay that, that's the moment where i felt like he looked like he was so let down um, that made me sad i mean i think it was just like oh surprised like, yeah, it was my daughter he didn't want to think of buffy like doing that yeah yeah and we talked about this before how like that's one thing that it always did really well was, like, Giles didn't, even though he wasn't, like, blood-related, he still, like, treated her like his daughter and never sexualized her, mm-hmm. which, like... I kept thinking, well, I, for some reason, like, I this thought pops into my head sometimes, is, like, why does no one have a problem with this man hanging out with these children? <laughs> I mean, yeah. There are, some, there are times weird. when you watch it, you're just like, why are none of the parents, like, what the fuck are you doing with my kids? <laughs> Mr. Giles. And in season well, the around. only time that happens, I think, is, like, when, when does Joyce go in the hospital? In season one, when Darla bites her. Yeah. yeah. And they say she slipped on a, like, whatever fork. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, fork. a barbecue fork. Are you the librarian? And, like, <laughs> the school really cares. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, and then it's like, you look at, I think they changed stuff up a lot from the pilot, because if you watch the pilot, Giles gets way too close to Buffy for, like, a teacher-student yeah. relationship. Considering they just met, yeah. the, they're talking so close, and then the part where he comes to the, they're at the bronze, and he's leaning over her shoulder, and they're both looking down from the, like, from the railing, like, trying to, and he's like, own your senses, and you're like, I think they, I think they, like, <laughs> like they, they hit the brakes on that, because it got a little too, like... Mm-hmm. Good choice, good choice. Yeah. But so, good note. rocket launcher, and then the end makes me cry. The fight, well, there's the fight uh, in the rain. Yeah. Like, oh, the, 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 the terrible. Oh, the fight in the rain where she kicks him in the jaw. Yeah, which is good. Which is pretty satisfying, yes. honestly, because Give me he's time. been such a jerk yeah. the whole time. But also, I think his acting is, like, notably <laughs> bad in that scene. Sun double work is notably bad in that scene, <laughs> and the quest for Camelot poster is distracting. Come where on, she's like, Buffy. you know what was the worst part? Pretending that I loved you. <laughs> yeah, that. Where you're like, what are you I'd be like, bitch, I know you're a demon. Like, <laughs> you don't have to pretend. So like, well, like, the line reading, though, is like... Um, but so... So when Giles... Talk, has the the riding in cars with boys talk with her. I just it's like so beautiful. it. Really is like he's just such a genuine good dad, and it was like if you want, what does he say? Like if you he's want, like if you he's like if you want to like a talk. He's like I'm not here to. He just says I'm not here to discipline you. I you're like nothing but my support. Right. And she and, cries, then t- and then he and tells like, her that like the next few months are going to be hard. And it's like yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like thanks, Giles. <laughs> but like I don't know. For me, that's like those are like two very good scenes like mm-hmm. well no and then the final scene with her mom oh. where she lets the cupcake burn and then it just ends on good night my someone with, i like, think that's so good movie. Uh, yeah. it's so when they're just like cuddling in their sweatpants i also that line like i got older yeah right. oh but wait you what? know what else we, we skipped over was, was the, the, the pr- scene where she's the scene where she's coming back to the house and joy says you look different and, right and i love it because parents know parents know but sarah michelle, sarah michelle geller in that scene i feel like they tried to put a little more color in her face like sex color yeah like <laughs> like ggf like ggf blush um like, yeah i mean like, what's I just, ggf like just blood? got Oh. <laughs> I, uh, wait, I, uh, I, I, I have heard from many people that their parents remarked on them looking different after they had sex. Really? Yeah, no, I've heard that from a lot of people. Especially like, parents women. can fucking tell. Yeah. yeah. I do love that scene, though. She's like, I don't know, there's just something. I feel like it's like a little guilt, like, maybe. What? Like, you, like, look a little bit, like... I don't know what it is. Maybe she's more like, relaxed. I don't know. <laughs> like, True. You, you know, Buffy used to be a real uptight bitch, but you look real relaxed well, right maybe now. Well, Buffy's, I mean, Buffy's stressed a lot. She so is maybe stressed. she actually looks pretty chill. Yeah. It was her first time, though. That's true. How good can it be? Also, we did. <laughs> I mean, well, Angel has had two hundred years saying, of practice. Uh, yeah, but, but, but like a girl's first time, not is not that big. No. I mean, but, I saw no clitoral stimulation. <laughs> I saw none of I was that. Say, he should know we, by now. No, we saw. She had. It's like a sex flashback. That's like a dream, though. Which yeah. is actually pretty. Yeah. Like Steamy. there's moaning. I was like, whoa. Well, because I watched it with the volume turned up for some reason. Not <laughs> not that scene, but the whole episode. It was pretty loud, and I was like. I'm hearing moaning that I don't think I remember hearing well, like the first couple times. I, I feel like it. you're gonna know this that Joss Whedon was embarrassed to ask Sarah Michelle Geller and David Boreanaz to do that, so him and his wife are the ones making those moaning sounds. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I actually feel worse now. I, I know. <laughs> I feel like I need to take a shower. Like more. he was embarrassed to ask them to oh. film moaning, so he just recorded them. I mean, I appreciate the sentiment, but also like that's like, my the things yeah. I didn't need to know. Just I watched, get a fucking sound effect. I watched this. Um, I watched that movie. What was that movie called? A uh, horror film from a few years ago. I can't remember what it was now. What is it out? It's like a home invasion movie. 
and there's like a sex scene. No, you're next. You're yeah. next. Yeah, there's the sex in the beginning, and it's like there's like loud moaning, and then I found out that one of my coworkers like was like working for that company and like did ADR, like had her do like the sex sounds, <laughs> oh, and I was like, what? A, like, what if that's like that's a weird thing to have your credit be? <laughs> like, I I was the one moaning. They could have just used. Buffy's exertion sounds from when she's yeah, up yeah. vampires. It's better, but it's still, but it's also so better than Buffy and Riley's sex sounds. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't even remember those sex sounds. Oh, I remember. <laughs> They're the Buffy the Parker sex sounds are a lot. Yeah, I but isn't that isn't that um that sex scene done to that uh, song? The Biff Naked song. Yeah, isn't that like that Lucky? Isn't that like playing yeah, at the same time? It is playing. So it's like yeah. it's I would yeah. think of that Which sex song scene. Is that? The Lucky. The lucky oh, we song. are the lucky ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's right. like very college. It is very that, and I've, and then it's funny because even when she, when she has sex with Riley for the first time, there's like that weird. It's like interspersed with them killing the demon. Oh yeah, and having yeah. sex, and then it's weird. All right, so how do we grade these episodes? I think I have to grade them to. If I had to grade them together, mm-hmm. I would say A. Mm-hmm. If I had to grade them separately, I think I would give the first half a B and the second half an A. <laughs> I know that wasn't it. <laughs> I would give the whole thing an A, and I would give the first part a, a like B plus A minus, and then the second part an A. Okay. Yeah. Same. Same that. Okay. The whole thing is an A. Yeah. But second episode's definitely better. Yeah, it definitely does the heavy lifting. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and thank you both for being on. Um, you can follow our podcast on Twitter at SlayerFestX98. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ian X Carlos. You can follow me on Twitter at Matthew Rodriguez. That's Matthew with one T and Rodriguez with a G and a Z. Louis, Louis, I forget. Louis. Yeah, Louis, but it's fine. I don't. I don't mind. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Louis Pitesman, and you can figure out how to spell that. I guess. <laughs> Carly. Mine's easy. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Carly Lane. Carly spelled like Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes. Yes. Carly Slane. <laughs> That's gonna be my roller derby name. All right. Bye.